Welcome to the Missing Chapter Podcast, where you will hear some of the least known, obscure, and entertaining stories the history textbooks left out. Starring Phil Horander and Phil Schaff. At the inception of the Missing Chapter Podcast, little did we know or anticipate that these forgotten stories would have such a reach. In the first 15 episodes, we have had three guest speakers, been played in 38 states, as well as 20 different countries worldwide, and have discussed a wide variety of history topics, all while drinking an assortment of different blends of local coffees. We have introduced a few of our podcast shorts, and today we introduce our podcast chats. We're so grateful to our listeners and all of your feedback on our social media platforms that we want to include you in the conversation. So join us today over your favorite brew of coffee as we answer some of your questions, talk about some of the great insight you've provided us, as well as make some additional points from our first 15 episodes. Let's keep the conversation going in our first ever podcast chat. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to episode 16, Missing Chapter listeners. We are trying out a new format with you today. I think you guys are really going to enjoy and we also have a fresh pot of coffee going. It's a, um, a French roast from a, a brand called Copper Moon Coffee. And it's a little bit different. We're enjoying it. Uh, it's got a nice smooth taste, a nice aroma, and, uh, and it's hot, which is, you know, we're, we're getting ready for episode 16. And it's a little bit of a reflective episode. We're referring to it as a podcast chat, Phil, a little you know, less formal than some of the earlier 15 yeah, and and I'm looking a, forward to it. It's kind of a celebratory episode. We've had right. 15 um, great episodes where, where we've gotten a lot of feedback. Um, we've had a ton of fun uh, talking about it and drinking all sorts of coffee on the way through. Um, but I think this is one of those things, Phil, that you had mentioned prior to uh, this episode, obviously, that you know, there's something to be said about just, just having a conversation about history. And I think that's what really we're, 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 our goal is for this episode. You know, as I got into podcasts personally, I thought it was interesting. And I think it, it it's reflective of history as a whole and our species really is that we love a good story. And that was one of our, our mission statements in episode one, and that we wanted to, you know, bring that, that joy that we have to the listeners. But I think as a species, we've always enjoyed storytelling, whether it, you know, be around a campfire, whether it be the early days of radio, you know, think about a good movie, a good book. They're all essentially the same thing. You know, I can remember uh, stories of my father talking about when they had their first radio and people would, would huddle around it and listen to the Lone Ranger or the Yankee game. And, and I, I love that. I think that's what podcasting is doing for our generation and certainly doing you know, recent, recent years, people just love a good story. So I think it's, as we advance technologically and in terms of entertainment, it's fun to know we always kind of go back to what we've always enjoyed. Yeah. And having that, that element of just keeping the conversation going, I think 
like you said so eloquently, it was the idea that you know if we're huddling around a campfire or telling stories or or reading a book to our children uh, before bed, there's that story element is is very instinctual, I think, as a species, and I, I yeah. it's something that um, I think we're, we're missing these days is the idea that I, I know that that kids aren't reading as much, but and and being behind screens all the time and quarantine and um, behind cell phones, that kind of thing, we've lost the element of not just having a conversation with people, but but keeping the conversation. Right. So and I think this is a, this is one of those times where we want to keep the conversation going because we've got so many uh, people to reach out and has has provided us with with a lot of insight to some of these episodes. And, you know, we we had just actually finished up looking over some of our emails, ironically enough, and we had a great uh, message from a, a listener and we responded and he in turn responded. And I think it was actually a little bit surprised that we took the time to respond. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things we want to let you guys know, we we want to be accessible. If you're enjoying the show, if you're enjoying what we have to to tell you about and you have questions, um, bring them to us. Whether it be on Facebook, you can contact us on, on Messenger or through, you know, Instagram, or very simply, if you want to email us at the Missing Chapter Podcast at gmail.com. We read all of them, we enjoy them, and we'll get back to you. And we've we've also learned some things here, right? As we're going to address today, we'll, we'll go through uh, some of the comments we've had, and, and it provides us some, with some great insight into things that we we had never realized, right? And Phil, I mean, we've we've really really enjoyed doing this podcast. I mean, very often we'll say to one another, I can't believe it's been a little over three months. Right. I feel like we've been doing this for much longer. And, you know, as teachers, we've heard from a lot of former students. We see the reaction in class with current students. I'm hearing from people that I haven't had the opportunity to to speak with in years, in many cases. And it, it really is just a side benefit to doing something additional in our lives that we've really found a lot of rewards in. Yeah. And, and my dad even brought up a good point. He says, you know, you're, you're actually impacting my health. And I said, I hope that that's a, a good thing. He says, oh yeah, now I'm on the treadmill. I get to listen to your podcast and I, 30 minutes goes by in five minutes. So that's an indirect result of, of podcasting that I never anticipated. Right. So that, we, yeah. We've heard people, you know, going to work, I'll listen to your podcast, coming home from work, making dinner, you know, the podcast is on. And that's just great to hear. It's, because again, we've really enjoyed doing it and to hear that it's mutual and and, and you guys really have enjoyed listening, um, it, it makes us feel good. It's very Absolutely. it's very rewarding and very humbling. So why don't we why don't we go into some of the comments that we have gotten, Phil, and we'll we'll address some of the episodes. Uh, you know, we've had some questions that, that we can answer. That sounds good. Um we'll we'll go to the very beginning. Uh episode two, uh, which was one of my favorites, uh my father in law, um, Mitch actually reached out to me. He says, you know, I, I think I have a, a reason why um, they brought a printing press, a broken one at that, onto the boat of the Mayflower. And I, I, his his point is is so well well taken. He he thinks, and, and tell me, this is just brilliant. He thinks that the, the printing press was used as ballast. You know, was, uh, the broken press was for ballast. The, he says the ancient mariners would would fill the bottoms of their ships with stones or or boulders for ballast because they were they were expendable, which makes total sense. Uh, if the sea was calm, they could throw some ballast overboard and speed up, and really nothing of value was was really lost. If the sea was rough, the added weight was was pretty critical to avoid being top heavy and tipping over. Um, we've actually heard that in the biblical story of Noah uh, that they used some stones over the side of the boat. Um, heavy broken printing press, expendable made of steel and wood, so it's going to be really heavy. 
and it won't take up a, a, a heck of a lot of room. And of course, we know that the end of the story is they're going to use that as almost like a jack mm -hmm. to, to bring up the center mass of the ship that was broken. But it would be an excellent ballast that really could go overboard without any physical or human loss, which I think is a, is a brilliant point. So thank you, Mitch, for, for bringing that to our attention. And that was a huge question that we had, like you said, early on in the podcast episode two. And never, you know, in my wildest dreams would I ever have imagined that was the reason and they decided to take that along on such a journey. And Mitch is a great, a great fisherman. So that that's something that I am, I am totally not aware of. So the fact that he brought that to us, it, it really uh, it, it enlightened us for sure. Um, along those same lines, I, I had the opportunity to hear from a good friend of mine in high school. Actually, he was the valedictorian of our graduating class. His name's Eric, and uh, he and his his family are in South Carolina now. And he reached out on Facebook. Uh, regarding an episode, Phil, that you did, number 13, Take Your Time, which yep. we released right around New Year's, and it talked about uh, leap seconds, things along that line. And now Eric works with uh, satellites in space, where obviously time and distance are extremely important. Um, and he wrote to me, and he said, I, I just listened to your Take Your take your Time episode this morning. Phil Schaff was talking about leap seconds, which is something we have to worry about with our satellites, since one second of some is three kilometers or more of position error. And he continues on by saying that can be less than uh, one one hundredth degree of pointing error, but from 3,000, or excuse me, 35,000 kilometers altitude can be miles of error on the Earth's surface. And it goes right along with the, the example I gave uh, with, you know, the, the pyramids. If you're just a fraction of a degree off at the bottom, by the time you get to the top, you're going to be yards off. And, I, and that leap second is so crucial because as we saw in that episode, uh, you know, just as a minute error might not seem like a lot now, but years, uh, as, as time goes on, years in advance, you're going to see a major error take place in the calendar. And that's exactly what happened. So thank you, Eric, for bringing that to our attention. And I love the fact that we'll we'll provide these stories. We research, we look into these stories that we think are interesting stories, but because of people's personal interests or what they do for a living, they're, they're even able to go you know, deeper, delve a little bit deeper into some of the things that, that we mention or bring up or answer questions that we might have. And, and that's the thing. I, I, that's one of the reasons why I personally love doing so many, so many of these podcasts is because, you know, as a historian, you're not just presenting history to people. You're having the conversation. You're interacting. You're getting people to, to join the, the conversation in a chat and something like that. But you're also learning yourself because as teachers, Phil, you know how if you're going to do this job day in and day out, you got to have a passion for it. And I think we both do. And because of that, we always want to learn, especially if there's something we get wrong. If there's something we get wrong, we'll be the first ones to admit, oh, you know, I thought this, but now that I've gotten the information, I've gotten the evidence to back that up, I totally see the other side. Yeah, Phil, you bring up a good point. Um, you know, through our teaching and, and one of the goals we have is that the days of just standing in front of the room and lecturing are pretty much over. And they're monotonous for you as an educator and I, I don't think it's as meaningful for the students in the seats to actually learn the content that you're trying to pass along. And one of the things we're trying very hard through this podcast is to make this a conversation and to make it interactive and to be able to answer questions or raise new questions maybe through our listeners kind of takes that podcast to, to a whole new level. And we really enjoy it. You brought up another point, uh, which one of our listeners, Tracy, had asked what about the validity of a topic? Are we ever concerned about listeners questioning our, the facts that we present? Um, maybe, I guess she used the term calling us out right, on yeah. some of the information. And, and quite honestly, um, I think that's a great question, but one I really never gave much thought to. Yeah, we, we are very, very diligent in the research that we do and the resources that we use and that the resources that we consult. 
But certainly, if we slip up or something is brought to our attention that we look deeper into and realize we've made a mistake, we will definitely bring it to everyone's attention. Without a doubt. We've even addressed uh, some of the things that have been kind of covered in legend, right. too. You know, some of those episodes where, where there's a lot of uh, you know, maybe some some ways to interpret things. So we will we'll definitely address those as we as we go on, because we don't want to just disguise something as truth when it truly isn't. Right. And and we do want to reassure everyone um, who listens on a, you know, on a, on a faith level here. We we are trying very hard, you know, and we we do that for one another. Um, we'll we'll you know, fact check one another and make sure that that what we're researching is, in fact, you know, solidified. I think it starts there too, because some of these some of these things that you and I brought up to each other uh, before we did this podcast was, was, "Hey, Phil, you're never going to believe this." Right. And then when you would present it to me, I'm like, "There's no way that's true." Let's see if that is actually true. So we'll get some resources, get some books that we have it uh, in our classrooms, and and really start doing the research, and then come to the conclusion. Oh my gosh, this is actually a true story. Right. Can you believe it? No, I can't. Let's present it. And you know, we we've had the opportunity now through through doing 15 episodes to really provide a variety of different topics, a variety of different stories, different time frames, different uh, people of backgrounds. I'm, I'm curious, Phil, because you, you touch on very often as we present, I'll start an episode and you'll say to our listeners, I, I know nothing about what Phil Horner is about to talk about. I'm, I'm equally as you know, excited to hear about what the story is about today. Are there any that stand out that I've done um, that you would consider maybe your favorites or the ones that, that you look back upon now and find the most interesting? I think the most popular one as we as we look through the list is actually episode one of Nevermore mm -hmm. uh, because it's such a widely known topic, but there's an element to Edgar Allan Poe that I had never realized. That That's one of my favorites. I also feel like um, <laughs> the, the, I'm forgetting the, the person's name, the one where he is, he passes away and he's used as a, uh, Elmer McLeaning. Oh, that's it. Thank you, Elmer McLeaning. I mean, that is so far out of my scope of of belief. It was it was phenomenal. I think that's probably, even though I couldn't remember his name, I think that's probably my favorite because it's it's just it's not a specific topic. It's not World War One. It's not World right. War Two. It's it's part of history that was never on my radar, and I think that's fascinating. Yeah, it's funny you bring up Nevermore. I mean, looking at the numbers, you know, since we put that out October 3rd, some of the numbers, it, it's pretty astonishing that that many people have downloaded and streamed and and listened to that. And I think that that certainly holds a special place with me because that was our pilot, and we, you and I were just getting started. Right. We were new to this. Um, so I think that's one of my favorites. I, I certainly like um, the Dead Men Who Do Tell Tales, one that you referenced. And I, I think looking ahead because you and I try to work ahead a little bit because we are busy in other aspects of our life. I think those two might be holding a place for the episode. It's a two-part episode that we're going to release part one of next week called yes. Run to Daylight. And I can remember as soon as we finished recording, the first thing you said, this is my favorite one. 100%. And looking back and and you know having done part two now too, I think I think it might be my favorite. Yeah. So I'm hoping you guys are are anticipating. We're returning to some of our full episodes, our full length episodes in the realm of like tw uh, 30 to maybe 40 minutes. And I think next week's Run to Daylight Part One, people are really going to enjoy. I, I think so too. And, and we're we're trying to dive into all these different areas. Uh, you know, we've had some people uh, reach out to us and say, "Hey, what about some sports uh, right. episodes?" And we we have already had those in our back pocket. And I think. Uh, the next couple episodes that you're going to do, it, it, it is so fitting for any athlete or coach. It's great. It's phenomenal. 
Uh, we did one uh, uh, last week with, um, you know, the, the marathon. And I think there's there's so much sports history, especially local history in, in upstate New York, that I think we're going to touch on in few, future episodes. We've also had some people reach out uh, to say, hey, what about the, the history of the automobile, which I, I just I love that topic. So I, I think we're going to dive into those. So there's there's a lot of areas that we haven't touched on because history is just such a wide scope. So there's so many stories and so many events that take place that we can we can dive into. Yeah. And, you know, looking back at the ones that you worked on, Phil, um, my my wife's favorite episode was a matter of minutes on one of the attempts um, on, on Adolf Hitler's life prior to him becoming chancellor in, in World War II. And I would have to agree with her. I found myself as I was listening, it was almost like a movie where you were coming up on a part of the movie where you know what is going to happen because you've seen it so many times, but you're still hoping the outcome's different. Right. Does right. that make sense? <laughs> it totally makes and sense. as I listened to that and I've listened to it multiple times, I'm thinking, all right, this time it's going to work out. The timing's going to work out. Hitler's speech is going to end at the right time. And I don't want to give it away for people who haven't listened to that particular episode, but it's almost (laughs) agonizing with some of the twists and turns that you presented in that podcast because you just wish things had gone differently. And I don't know if you remember this, but a student approached us on that episode. And what she said was was pretty remarkable. It's pretty Mm -hmm. insightful. She says, you know, there's so much hope in that episode that, that, like you said, that, that Hitler was going to be caught and, mm-hmm. and it was going to be completely different. And we might have avoided a, a major world war. We would have avoided a Holocaust. But the way you brought it up, though, in response to that, I thought was brilliant. I don't know if you remember this, but you said, but if you look at the way things turned out, mm-hmm. the good guys ended up winning. So even though it appears as if Hitler won, ultimately, in the end, which is really what matters, in the end, the good guys end up winning and, and uh, you know, a horrible horrible part of our, our human history was uh, was taken down and, and goodness still reigned, which right. I think was a great response to that student. And the student had that, oh, wow, yeah, you're absolutely right. Kind but, of and and we, both, we both talked about how great it was to have that debate and to, to be able to discuss, all right, well, what, what do you think? What chain reaction do you think that would have had? And to hear that student talk about, you know, things they thought might be different if Hitler had never come to power was very, very rewarding for us as teachers. And again, mm-hmm. we go back to, you know, being able to to reach those individuals that we see every day right? and passing along our love and our, our knowledge of history. And I think there's something to be said about the, the, the fact that we even brought that up because so many cultures, as we teach, uh, a lot of the communist cultures try to censor those kind of right. those pieces of history. And it ultimately will, will have a, a backwards effect. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's almost like, you know, a person who digs a hole for somebody else ends up falling in their own ditch because by censoring it, uh, it ultimately creates an opportunity to recreate that very event that they're trying to avoid. So I think by sharing that horrible piece of human history, which we all can, can really grasp, especially if you go to some mm-hmm. of these museums where, I mean, my goodness, the, the emotion that comes from witnessing this stuff, uh, especially the Holocaust Museum that we've, we've actually been to. It's something that you could say, I think we can all agree, no matter where we're at in our lives, we got to avoid this from here on out, no matter what. Right. And that's a that's a unifying factor that I think would only come from actually sharing history rather than trying to take it down. Sharing history and then also introducing perspective. You can look at the, you gave the example of the Holocaust and, and how we, we went to D.C. We had the opportunity to, to tour the Holocaust Museum uh, several years ago. And we tell kids 
you look at the Holocaust and yes, it's amazing. And it's astonishing that people could inflict such terror on other human beings. But you also have to look at the Holocaust from the perspective of look at the, the strength and the courage and the good actions of strong and courageous people in the face of that evil. Right. And what came out of the Holocaust, like you said, good prevailed. And there were so many cases um, throughout throughout that that one piece of history of people who overcame that evil. Right. Where I mean, where would David be if you didn't have a Goliath? Right. You know, where would goodness be if you didn't have the evil? So I think that's an element that we see in a lot of these episodes where you, we honestly talk about there's there's a lot of tragedy in mm -hmm. some of these stories. But eventually the stories end up where goodness will prevail. Uh, and I think that's a resonating theme throughout a lot of this uh, history that we've seen in, in the episodes we've already talked about. Now, as we as we move forward to um, future episodes and maybe some and looking back at the same time, Phil, do you see any other themes that we've talked about earlier, but any other themes that, that are resonating across all 15 episodes or anything that you see coming up? You know, that's interesting because as I do research and I look for topics to possibly do stories on, I try very hard not to, I guess, kind of do episodes that are too predictable or center around one theme. So right. people are like, I feel like I've, I feel like Phil Horner's done this one already. Um, but I do look back and it's interesting. History is so much based around individual leaders and, and rightfully so. We have leaders throughout history that have done amazing things, things that you look at and say, I can learn something from that individual in my own life and, and hopefully model maybe a characteristic about them. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the events that, that are associated with them, I also feel like it's, it's the everyday individual who carried out that person's vision. Right. That's a good point. And, and hopefully I'm expressing that in the right way. And that, you know, we use the term like blue collar. So much of history and the great deeds of the United States and things we've seen in global studies are carried out by people who really have not gotten the notoriety or the fame. Yep. And that's something I, I feel like maybe in a small way we're doing with the podcast, we're bringing the attention to some of those people whose names you're never going to see in a history book. Right, right. But their actions, you look back on and say, I wonder if I would have responded the same way under those conditions. I can't believe that person showed such courage and I wish more people knew about him. And I think you're going to see that, uh, listeners, in the next episode that Phil has. I hope it. so. Uh, and I also see that in in some of these like minor characters that are kind of, like you said, have overlooked in history. Now, imagine being the, the person I had just mentioned uh, in the um, last episode about the marathon, the Pheidippides, who's, mm -hmm. I mean, now millions upon millions of, upon millions of people are, are running the very race that you, that you made and actually enjoyed because you're yelling victory to people and, and exclaiming a, um, a win over the enemy and never knowing that after his demise, millions of people are following his footsteps, almost literally. Right. So I, I think that's a, that's a, a very, very unexpected, um, enjoyment that we have uh, in this podcast that I, I, I didn't really anticipate. And, you know, I, as, as I'm listening to you talk, I think another great example is, is a dual episode that you and I did, Resurrection, Insurrection. I mean, somebody who had really, he, again, I don't want to give away too much, but somebody who maybe you never heard of. That's true. Such a small percentage of people, unless you are really a, a World War II enthusiast, 
never knew that person's story. Yep. And yet their role and their sacrifices helped free an entire continent. That's right. And end World War II. That's right. Yeah, the underdogs. The I, underdogs. We, I mean, who doesn't like a good underdog story? Right. You know? um, so I think as we as we start to, to, to break away here and uh, get into our commercial break, um, let's talk about what we have for them after break. Well, I, we're going to continually try um, some different formats. I, I think, you know, we, we like mixing it up. We enjoy that. Um, we, we hope you do as well. We had the shorts. We have our full length versions, like I said, that are that are going to be making a return. We'll do a few more of the chats if uh, that is resonating with you guys today, if you enjoy that. But I think um, we're going to bring in some of our, our guests from um, the first 15 episodes. We'll hear from them again. And we'll also have some new guests that we're going to be uh, introducing you to as well, who are just as equally enthusiastic about history and, and know things that... Um, that they're bringing to us that uh, that are really fun stories. Absolutely. And I think one one element that we really haven't addressed in this episode, Phil, is our mistakes. So we've made a ton um, and we've gotten some people saying, well, how do you do this? Do you just take it and do you do it in one take? Do you have scripts? Do you uh, do notes? And and typically speaking, we, we just have notes and we, we research and um, we won't share too much with the other person, as we mentioned earlier, but and then we hit record and, and just let it fly. Well, that comes with uh, with some errors, with some trial and errors. Some bumps so, in the road. Some bumps in the road. So we're we're going to take this and uh, and and amp it up a little bit by um, giving you some of the bloopers that we've experienced. We've saved some, and we'll give you a, a good way to uh, close out this episode by uh, giving you some bloopers when we come back from break. W. Edwards Deming once wrote, The world is drowning in information, but slow in acquisition of knowledge. Help spread information by following us on Instagram and liking us on Facebook today. Thank you for listening to the Missing Chapter podcast with us, Phil Schaff and Phil Horander. Thank you for joining us for episode 16. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Join us again next Saturday for episode 17, part one, Run to Daylight. Before we leave, enjoy some bloopers from the first 15 episodes. Welcome to the missing chapter. Pot. No, do it again. I smacked my lips. Sorry. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. I well, welcome back from break. Uh, we're here with uh, Phil Horner. We just want to take a sec. (laughs) But in the summer of 1977, amongst all of the sun and fun, not everything was what it appeared to be, even with all of the intentional illusions and deceptions. Imagine you walk off of the Long Beach boardwalk. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Missing Podcat. Thank you for joining us. And until next time. Wait, you said and. Oh, wait. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Until next time, I'm Phil Schaff. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I'm Phil Schaff. <laughs> I don't know. Believe-
Thank you for joining us. Until next time, I'm Phil Schaff. And I'm Phil Horander. Another chapter has been added to the history textbooks.